Hello friends, this is Matt, and this is Something From Everything, a podcast about embracing meaning and discovering wisdom through telling better stories. And this story, well, this story is a little bit late. This is a story from early March, and I'm recording these words nearly a month later in April. I needed a bit more time with this one. See, this one is all about the shift in the seasons and how subtle those changes can be at the beginning. And we are not in the realm of subtle now, at least where I live, now that the green grass has begun to poke through and all the snow on the ground is gone, even the white in the hills is receding. But this is a story about surprise where there should not be surprise about the false belief that everything will remain static and frozen forever, about impatience with myself and the community around me. This one is called The Shifting Season, because that is what it is. I hope that you enjoy it. It is early March. The sky is a blanket of gray as I hurry my son out of the door at 8.15. We walk single file by the side of the road towards his school. It is quick steps and continually prodding him forward as I try to ensure he makes it before the bell. He's jabbering on about something he saw recently on YouTube, but I'm not really listening. I am lost in a hundred buzzing thoughts, none of which I can recall later. I nod and say, uh-huh, at the right moments. We reach the edge of the schoolyard and I hug him tight, wish him a great day and watch for a long while as he ascends the steps towards his class. I turn away as his profile disappears behind a brick-walled corner and begin back down the hill, intending to return home quickly. I've only taken a few steps before I realize that something has changed. The hue of the light? The sky is the same pale gray, but beneath it everything is illuminated differently. Those previously familiar and sterile environments surrounding me spring to life. The scurry of movement in the bushes beside me as a family of nervous quails takes flight into the gully below. The call and answer of two lone red-winged blackbirds amidst the half-frozen pond. A cluster of wild crocuses peeking out between fallen grass. And the sound of water everywhere. As if Mother Nature had left all the water taps just a quarter turn from closed. It is the sound of the thaw more than the sight of it. It drips slowly off the trees, seeping into the ground and gathering in the gully below, where I can hear it running softly underfoot as I step over the culvert at the base of the hill. The light, the sounds, even the sensation of the gentle breeze on my neck, they're nudging me. It's like they are all in on the joke, and I am the halfwit coming to the punchline late. Surely... The season has shifted, and I was not aware of it. Despite my dumbfoundedness and previous ignorance to my surroundings, I know that this is the advantage of a repetition, a practice, or familiarity with something, someone, or somewhere. My son's school bell draws me to the same path, at the same time, daily for years. I have seen this exact landscape hundreds of times, Today, something has shifted. Today, there is running water, the chirping of birds, and the play of the light. It is the beginning of spring, just as it is every single year. And somehow, 
I find myself caught off guard by its coming. Of course, I haven't been looking very closely lately. Lately, I have been walking only the minimum before quickly returning home and closing the door to the outside world. I've been shirking the work of silence and long walks to clear my head. I have felt more irritable and despondent than usual, especially when I sit down and attempt to write. I feel like I am hiding from myself, endlessly wanting to turn to anything that numbs or distracts, anything that just moves the clock forward, just run that clock down to a better time when we are okay. And admittedly, it has been a long while since I've felt that we are. I don't know why this is so important to me, this concept of our communal health. The constant tension that has been in the air has found a way into my bones. In so many obvious and obscure ways, I've been convinced that we are not okay, and so neither am I. I have been mourning the ways we talk over one another or deliberately misunderstand and diminish each other. I'm haunted by the truth that we live amongst each other in separate and incompatible realities, that the collective we has never been so divided and hostile as we sneer down our nose at our neighbor, that I am sneering and hostile and so easily angered. Writing, for better or worse, has always been both a personal and collective assessment. How am I doing? How are we all doing? What do I need? What do we all need? For a long while, I haven't liked the answer to those first two questions, and I have had no firm answers on the last two. It feels like we have been frozen in place, unable or unwilling to move forward, and I have felt as stuck as a frozen pond. But suddenly, that which was frozen all around me is beginning to thaw. The thaw and the promise of days ahead loosens something in me as well. I reach the bottom of the hill and choose to walk just a little further as I take in the sights and sounds of the path before me. Despite the promise of oncoming spring, early March's thaw is anything but picturesque. Trampled gray and brown grasses and dead plants line the edge of the path before me, and the snow and ice are receding from the edges and pockmarked along the path by heavy footfalls, revealing all that was hidden underneath. Decomposing leaves stick together in every hue of brown, and thick mud sticks to the bottom of my boots like tar. Most noticeably, though, the potholes in the melting snow reveal the thawing and decomposing dog feces long left unattended by their owners on countless winter walks. It's not much to look at, but you do watch where you step. In time, this path before me will be bursting with new life. Pale pink wild roses, golden baslam root flowers, and endless stalks of tall grass will shoot up near the small stream. More birds will come, more quail hiding under bushes, more red-winged blackbirds calling to each other. The trail will be a mosaic of green. And I know we don't get to that idyllic scene in late April or May without the mud and feces and decomposing leaves of March. The one includes the other. 
what nature offers me, especially in times of crisis or great personal unrest, is a reminder that everything can and does belong, my despondent and frustrated self included. In time, nature reveals and includes all, the freezing as well as the melt, the rot as well as the new shoots of grass, the death of one season naturally gives birth to the next. I wonder how much of my distress has been due to the unwillingness to accept things simply as they are right now, to accept my own grief and anger and despondence as natural, to accept that some things are frozen or dead or rotting, but that they will not stay that way forever, to accept that even parts of our communal life which seem as repulsive as rotting dog feces will be, must be, included in the life that we are making together. I don't have to condone or excuse behavior that I believe is destructive or unhelpful, but I do have to accept that it exists. One of my teachers, Richard Rohr, often remarks that we must forgive reality for it being what it is. Nothing remains hidden forever. Perhaps the revealing of things long hidden is always part of the process. Nature reminds me to be patient. Patient with myself, with others, and with these times of transition. Each and every single one of us is in process right now. Nothing stays frozen or static forever. Because the season is shifting. And so will we. Well, friends, that is it. Episode 21 of the Something From Everything podcast, The Shifting Season. Music at the intro and playing now is All Star. And at the end was Moonlight, both by Adrian Berenger. All tracks are royalty-free, and you can find them both through storyblocks.com. If you like my words but hate my voice, that is unfortunate. <laughs> but you can read my full posts online at my site, somethingfromeverything.com. And you can even subscribe while you're there. I promise I very rarely send out anything, so I won't fill your inbox with spam. But I can let you know if there's anything special going on. And when I imagine you listening to this podcast, I imagine you being productive, washing the dishes or driving to work. But if you need more screen time in your life, these most recent episodes of the podcast are also recorded as videos on IGTV or YouTube. Search for something from everything in quotations, and I should be the first artist that pops up. And please, hit those subscribe or thumbs up or bell icons. Seriously, there are at least three clicks to consistently see a creator's content. It's kind of silly. And you can follow along on social media if you follow the Something From Everything podcast on Facebook or Instagram. But more than anything, I just appreciate so much that you listen to this podcast. I appreciate all the supports, all the kind words. If you want to tell a friend about this podcast, I appreciate that. If you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that's very helpful as well. Finally, my friends, I hope that you are shifting well into whatever season we are entering together. May you forgive reality for being what it is, and if necessary, Forgive yourself for your shortcomings and impatience as well. May you know, may I know, that nothing stays static forever. That everything gets to be included and that everything is shifting. 
May we pay attention to where we are and where we are heading as we all make something from everything. Thanks, friends. Be well.